There we go. Oh, there might have been one. Oh, he's missed it. Ricky Ponting has uh, managed to get through for the single he needed. Back to the second. So there is a century. A really good captain's knock. He becomes the sixth batsman to score 100 in his 100th test match. And it's his 400 this season. He may have scored two in that 100th test, but who's counting uh, the great Ricky Ponting? This is a real pleasure to have online. Ricky probably thinks he's coming on the program to talk cricket, and there's so much of it. Wash up to the Windy Series, the retirement of Dave Warner, Steve Suth to opener, the start of New Zealand, uh, his position as the Washington Freedom Coach in the US. But we're going to talk golf first up with Ricky Ponting. Ricky, welcome to Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you? No, really well, Rick. We, we, we might get you off guard on this one. We had a great text this morning. Over the weekend, Jordan Spieth, the American, got disqualified for signing an incorrect card. And one of our uh, great uh, listeners tuned in, Panther Pete, said, why in the sport of golf do players still have to keep their score with a pencil? I mean, and I said, well, that's true. Cricketers don't have to keep their score. Why, why do you think golf still has this process that the player has to write his own score down when the television coverage is there it's a $100 million sport every event. Um, what's your thoughts? Well, you are right. You've caught me off guard there. I didn't think I'd be answering <laughs> that question first up, up this morning. But I, I think it's just something to do with the, the etiquette and the, um, you know, everything that goes with the game. You know, like keeping your, you know, actually almost dobbing yourself in if you, you know, if you move your ball on the rough or if you're marketing correctly on the green. Or, you know, all these sort of things that happen to have to happen around the game of golf, I guess it's just part of it where you've actually got to keep the scorecard and the pencil in your back pocket and, and keep yes. your, your score on yeah. the way around. But it's, um, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, if you think of it that way, it's a, it is yeah, quite an, right. an archaic law still, isn't it really? Where, you know, there, there's, and there are actually scorers walking around with you as well. Boss. So, you know, when you go around to these golf, golf events, there are, there are scorers and markers right. walking yeah. around picking on each group anyway. So yeah. it is a bit, it is a bit strange. And I guess when something like this happens, you, you actually feel for the player involved as well. No, no one's using a shoe wedge in professional golf. Put it that way. No one's getting away with anything <laughs> like that out of the rough. Uh, Ricky, just to close off our golf chat, um, what are you off these days? Because it's always been a love of yours and you've been very good. If we took you out today, what are you putting down on your card as the handicap? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm off two at the moment. Um, and actually got a big a big couple of weeks coming up. I've got uh, I've got the New Zealand Open coming up. Um, leave next Monday, actually, to go over to, to Queenstown and play in that event, which I've been lucky enough to play in maybe five or six times um, previous. I haven't played since COVID, but I'm um, looking forward to getting back over, uh, yeah, as I said, next week and competing in a professional tournament. Obviously, it's a, a pro-am and you get you get paired up with a pro and, and off you go for the first couple of days. If you're good enough, you make it through to the to, to the weekend, make the cut and get through to the weekend. So, um, yeah, I've got a bit of practice to do in this coming week to make sure I'm ready to go for, for that event. What is the difference, Ricky, lining up wherever you're a, a, a member at? Where are you a member at uh, in Melbourne? And, and then playing in a pro tournament. The difference in terms of nerves um, when you're not a professional golfer. Yeah, so I play at uh, Peninsula Kingswood and Metropolitan, the two clubs that I've joined since I've, uh, since I've been in Melbourne. Both uh, very, very good golf, uh, golf courses and great, and great clubs to be to be a, a member of. But... Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is completely different. You tee it up with your mates on a, on a on a Wednesday morning or something at your local club, or just a, you know, even if it's in a just a, a competition around at your local club. But when you get to a, a pro event and you've got you know the fairways aligned with people, you got people standing around the tee box, you're sort of out of your comfort zone as such. I mean, when we, if it was at a, a game of cricket and I had a, a, you know twenty thousand people standing around me, it, it wouldn't have mattered at all. It was just part and parcel of what you do. But when you 
out of your comfort zone and you're doing something that's a little bit foreign to you, the nerves certainly do um, kick in kick in a little bit. And it's, it's a, but it's actually a, a really really good feeling. It's you know you, to get that those sort of competitive juices going again, which I haven't experienced since I, I, I finished playing um, cricket. Really, it, it's it's nice to be involved in that sort of environment again. Uh, now, we've just heard audio uh, as we introduced you of your century in your 100th test. Uh, Vossi said, well, well, it happened in both innings. Uh, we've been talking about your record, uh, about Steve Smith, current player, and his record. Can you remember, uh, I, I was in, your three best innings, uh, including one in, including one day in test? Wow. Yeah. Um, I think whenever I get asked that, I, I, I normally always go back to the first time I did it. And like, until you've made your first ever Test Match 100, you're not quite sure if you're good enough to actually to be there and if you're good enough to you know, to become a long-term international player. So I'd probably put my first Test 100 um, against England and Headingley in, in 1997. That'd be, that'd be one of them. Um, probably 156 I made in the 2005 Ashes, albeit in a in a drawn game. I batted for almost the whole last day, uh, well, last day in a bit, actually. I think I got out with about two overs to go um, to hold on for a draw against England in, in 2005, which is one that I'm probably most proud of. And then I guess to throw a one-day one in there, probably be the 140 not out yes. in the World Cup final in 2003 at Johannesburg as a, you know, captain of the captain of the team and a relatively young captain as well to sort of stand up on the biggest stage and make a probably what was probably then my best ever one day innings, um, which was ended up being good enough for us to win the World Cup was a pretty special moment as well. So um, once again, being put on the spot a little bit, I, they'd be three of the, the innings that I'm sort of most proud of. I was thinking, would you like to go back and play your first test again? Um, <laughs> yeah. and go back. I, I would, I, I would, yeah, I would like the rest to be around in my first test. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, now, Ricky, we got. By the way, we're going to play fast money with you because we asked our everyone to text in their questions for you, and there's some interesting questions coming in. But we'll stay on the straight and narrow for the moment in relation to cricket. Um, let's let's start with Steve Smith moving to opener. What are your thoughts? What were your thoughts before? And now we're a few tests in. What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I I didn't agree with that at the time. I mean, I was on, you know. I was on record as saying I felt that the selectors had an opportunity to pick the best-performed opening batsman in the country for the last couple of years. Um, you know, obviously, when I said that, I didn't know the direction that the team was going to go. I had no idea that, that, that Steve had put his hand up and wanted to go up the top of the order. So I, I at the time, was pushing for Cameron Bancroft to get an opportunity. He, he scored a lot of runs in first-class cricket in Australia and in, in England. I think he's averaging about 55 um, in first-class cricket the last two years. Um, and has obviously played... Test cricket reasonably well um, only a couple of years ago, so I thought they that was the way I thought um, they might go. But that, with Stephen putting his hand up and wanting to get up the top, I mean you can't argue with with that. I mean he he will, he will score runs wherever he bats, and and he's on record saying he actually thinks it might be easier for him to score runs now opening the batting than it is at number four because of the way opposition bowlers um, are bowling at him. You know they've, they've been bowling a lot of short stuff at him when he when he first comes to the crease at number four and then moving up at the top, he, he feels that they won't be able to bowl as much short stuff early on because they want to make um, the most of that, of that new ball. So, um, you know, I think he averages over 60. I know he's only done a couple of test matches, but I think he, he averages over 60 now at the top of the order, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's able to maintain something similar um, to the end of his career. Um, but with, but there's some tough challenges coming up. You know, New Zealand over there won't be easy. They, they generally... Um, 
provide wickets over there and surfaces over there that do suit their bowlers, which are, are very swing and seam friendly conditions. And then we've got India in Australia next summer and obviously the Ashes the summer after. So um, there's some challenges coming up from this Australian team. But, you know, whatever challenges have been thrown Steve Smith's way through the years, he's found a way to, to combat most of them. OK, with Steve Smith moving up to the top, uh, Cameron Green comes in. Uh, is Cameron Green going to be as good as what everyone's talking about? Well, let's hope he is, because I think they've, you know, the, this selection in itself is, is was all about getting Cameron Green back into the side, yes. wasn't it? They they had to, mm. they had, they just had to make room to, to bring him back in, um, you know. And with that, I wasn't a, I wasn't a believer in that either. You know, he went out of the side um, in England with a little minor hamstring strain, which provided an opportunity for Mitchell Marsh to get back into the side, and Mitchell Marsh has grabbed that opportunity with, with both hands, you know, and, and played brilliantly across all three formats um, since he's been back in the lineup. So. Um, yeah, look, I, they, there is a really strong belief that he's a he's a once in a generation type player, Cameron Green, with with bat, ball, and and actually in the field, he's he's probably Australia's best catcher already. You know, in the gully area, there he's he's, he's taken some unbelievable catches. I think he's he's still got a bit of work to do on his on his batting and the tempo of putting a, a test match innings together. At, at times, to me, it, it doesn't he doesn't seem to understand the, the the right flow and tempo of his own batting to get into a test match innings, but. I guess that's probably why they brought him back now, is to get him back in as early as they can and, and let him work it, work it out as quickly as he can with these big series that I was talking about coming up. You know, India next summer will be a huge a huge test series and then the Ashes the one after. So maybe they're just trying to get as, mu- as many games into him with those big series in mind. All right, we'll throw another name at you. Matt Renshaw, for the moment, the runs have dried up. Have we, in your opinion, have we seen the best of Matt Renshaw or is the best still to come? Should we continue to invest time in Matt Renshaw? Yeah, well, once again, I, mean, I think when 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 he was picked back into that to that squad, he's obviously been picked as the the sort of jack of all trades batsman, hasn't he? Someone that can open the batting and someone that can bat in the middle order. Whereas, you know, I, I was surprised when they went with him um, in adding him into the squad when Smith moved up and, and ahead of ahead of Bancroft, but. Uh, look, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. Um, you know, he, he has made Test match hundreds. We, we know that he sort of burst onto the scene, you know, four or five years ago. I remember him making a, a fantastic hundred against Pakistan. I reckon it was at the at the SCG. Um, his game has developed, um, no doubt about it. Um, but you know, batting up at the Gabba every second Sheffield Shield game is not an easy place to bat either. You, you know, if you end up having a really strong record um, batting in the top order up in Brisbane, then you you are a very good player. So. Without any of these guys, I mean, I, I just wish the best for all of them. Whichever way the selectors decide to go, you know, they, it's their, that's their job to, to put the best players um, in the Australian squad, to put the best players on the park, and um, they'll back these guys in. So, you know, if, if Matt Renshaw does get another crack, hopefully he has some great success for Australia. Uh, Ricky, you were announced as the new head coach of the Washington Freedom uh, in the States uh, on a two-year deal. What can you tell us about cricket in America, or, or are you still finding out about it too? Uh, no, well, even when I was playing, Brandy, there was... Uh, I know Cricket Australia back then uh, had a look around the, that, that sort of American market. And so I'm talking 15, 18 years ago. And, and the game then was played in over 600 schools around the US. So it, it was a big game back then. Um, and, it's, and it's only going to grow. We, we talked with you know, a tournament like the, the MLC that, that sort of kicked off last year. I, I spoke to a lot of people that were involved in, in the tournament last year. Uh, everyone had a great time, had a great experience. Um, and I wanted to get involved really early because I think there's a great opportunity for this um, for this tournament to to grow incredibly quickly over the next two or three years. Um, 
I think it's part of the franchise model that has been set up. I think each team has a responsibility to actually build their own stadium over the next couple of years as well. So, And with that, I think there'll be extra teams added maybe in the next two or three years. So um, no, I think it's a, a really exciting time for me to be involved in it now, to be involved in it with the, the Washington Freedom, which is the team that's obviously run by Cricket New South Wales. Um, so we'll, we'll have a... We'll have quite a few Australian players and coaches around that setup. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited to do it. I, I mentioned earlier about just having that little bit of competition back in your life again. Well, when you're not playing, um, coaching sort of gets you as close to, to you possibly can as as playing the game again. And you know, I've, obviously, I've been at the IPL the last seven or eight years and had a lot of fun, a lot of success over there. And hopefully, we can we can do the same thing and bring some some success to the Washington Freedom and help grow that tournament as quickly as possible. All right, Good we'll stuff. hop on the Washington Freedom bus. Uh, we're, 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 on, we're in your camp. Just some of the text. Great. They're always colourful. Um, this one from Rooster Band isn't even a question. I caught a plane with Ricky maybe five years ago. I decided just to leave him be. Alone, no selfie. Just wanted to leave him alone. But just... So thank you for that text, uh, Rooster Man. Dane also comments on your test debut, that getting out for 96. The ball would have cleared another set of stumps. Um, you stand by that, Ricky? Would have missed <laughs> another set. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, I, wish DR, I wish the DRS was around back then, yeah. I think I would have been using one yeah. up on that occasion. Uh, here's one, boys. I'm in Wellington, New Zealand. If Ricky is coming over for the test or T20, I'd love to take him out for a hit of golf at Royal Wellington. Pass on my number. Are you heading across? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the, that the New, New Zealand Open that I was talking about is actually the same week as the first test. So, um, unfortunately for that, uh, whoever's texting then, I'll be playing in the New Zealand Open and won't be able to make it to Royal Wellington. Uh, boys, can you ask Ricky who does he follow in the NRL? Have you ever had a, an attachment with an NRL club, Ricky? I have. I actually lived in the Shire for, for nearly 10 years. Um, so it was quite regularly go down and watch the Sharks. Um, I had a, a lot of my mates that played at Cronulla Golf Club were, were Sharks fans. So um, we quite often get down there. So uh, definitely definitely now, if I've got a soft spot for anyone, it's, it's definitely the, um, the boys from the Shire. Okay. Uh, morning, boys. Make sure you ask Ricky about his greyhounds. And has he got a tip, says Jimmy. <laughs> yes. Good way to finish. Um, yeah, I've still, I still am um, racing greyhounds. Not as many uh, now as I probably did 10 or 15 years ago. Um, but still got a great passion for them. Actually, I've got one in, I've got one in this afternoon or tonight, I think, um, racing over here in, in Melbourne, a dog called Power Innings, which will be pretty hard to beat. Drawn box eight today. I can't tell you the race or uh, time, but I, I know I got a notification the other day saying that he's racing this afternoon. So anyone Power out there listening, have a, have a look through the form, guys. Power Innings, yep. We have covered some territory with you, Ricky. We really appreciate your time on the program. Plenty happening in your life in the short term. We're going to follow your progress in the golf, mate. All the very best, and thanks for coming on the program. No, my pleasure, boys. How good. Ricky Ponting, one of the best ever, and as we say, living a very interesting life. We're here for Bryden's Lawyers, unable to work due to injury or illness. Contact Bryden's Lawyers.